been blessed to co-author two books with Brian Tracy, and he re- wrote the book, um, How to Eat a Frog. And in it, and it's eat a frog for breakfast. And and he says, like, get the the worst thing, the hardest the thing, thing out, going, yep, yep. out of the way. And and it's funny. And he says, and if you have, you know, two frogs to eat, <laughs> eat the yeah. ugliest one first. Welcome to the Greatness Formula Podcast, the ultimate destination for those looking to excel in life, business, and real estate. Join your host, Jamie Algar, each week as she brings you conversations with successful real estate agents, business owners, and local influencers. We're all about delivering actionable advice that prioritizes one thing, your success. So let's cut to the chase and dive right in. Your journey to greatness starts now. Hello and welcome to the Greatness Formula Podcast. We're so excited to have you today. I'm Jamie Algeyer, your host and navigator for the show. I'm really excited to be welcoming my friend Ginger Bell to the show today. She is the CEO and founder of Edu Marketing. Ginger, welcome. Hello. I'm excited to be on here, Jamie. This is awesome. such a great podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, why don't you take a minute and introduce yourself and your business? I'm really excited to introduce people to what you do and how you do it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. And as you said, my name is Ginger Bell. I'm the CEO and founder of Edu Marketing. So education and marketing put together. And uh, that's what we do. So we provide media production, podcast production, um, event planning, book publication, everything around your business to provide educational marketing content and position you as the expert. Uh, I do a lot of work in the mortgage and real estate space, have been doing that for the past 15 years. Uh, And really, I'm a content developer. So I have written um, training on every mortgage regulation out there and (laughs) probably just about every product that's out there. And, you know, it's funny, Jamie, because over the years, I have always had, you know, big corporate clients that I've created learning management systems for and do a lot of webinars on um, just new products that are out in the market and regulations. And through that process, had a lot of individuals like yourself um, say, hey, I really, I want to do this. I know I need to do this, but I'm not sure where to start. And so what we do is take that knowledge that you have, you know, someone like you, my gosh, you've been in the industry for a long time, have an amazing amount of knowledge to share, but it's a matter of where do I start? How do I take that first step? And especially with video, right? Because oh yeah, (laughs) we all know we need to do video and it's probably our least favorite thing. I mean, even people that are really good. In fact, it's funny. I, uh, I have a podcast myself. It's called Mortgage Influencers. And we had an individual on who honestly teaches his profession is public speaking. So he helps people become better at public speaking. And so he was on my podcast. We were talking about overcoming the fear of doing video. And he says, Ginger, I have that same fear. And this is someone who can get on stage with thousands of people. And yet when it comes to doing video, that fear was really very real for him. And a lot of it comes from, I call it the imposter syndrome. Where it's like, oh my gosh, somebody's going to see through me. They're going to see, you know, it's like, I'm not comfortable doing this. And it's not that you don't have the knowledge. You have the knowledge. 
it's just as soon as you hit record, it's like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. 100%. It's like, so over the years, we have um, just started coming and, and helping um, whether, you know, someone is a real estate agent, a mortgage professional, we actually have financial planners that we do work for insurance agents. <clears throat> we actually have um, a, a biotech company that we can just wow. doing That's a podcast <laughs> for and publishing their book because the same thing. It's like they had all this knowledge of starting a biotech company that they wanted to share. Sure. And so it's like, how do I do that? And that's really it. It's a matter of of figuring out how to do that and where do you get started. So yep. that's a very long answer to some of the things <laughs> that we do. That's okay. My my motto this year has just been just say yes. You just have to start. I love that. Start. And you know, you know me well enough to know that video is I'm terrified of it. I can yeah. get up and teach classes. I yeah. get up and do education pieces every week. I've led business groups, but video, oh my gosh, it's, it's, it's overwhelming. Yeah. So it's fantastic to have someone like you in my corner helping out with that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I love it. I mean, it's just an opportunity to help people shine and right, so absolutely. It's so rewarding. Yep. And to just kind of differentiate yourself from everybody else doing the same thing out there in the market. So. Right. Which podcasts great. are so great for that because Podcasts give you an opportunity to, you know, shed some light on you and who you are, but then also to showcase other people and to help lift them up. And that's the thing I love about podcasts is because you really are able to just have a conversation just like we are right now, mm -hmm. um, answering questions, sharing information, and to do it in a way where it's non-threatening. So, you know, right. someone's thinking, oh my gosh, I don't want to do videos. That's okay. Do a podcast. Absolutely. You know, I mean, you think about, and I love the Greatness Formula podcast that you're doing because it's an opportunity to talk about what makes people great. And right. so, you know, you think about no matter who someone is, business owner, you know, it's like an insurance agent. They all have different disciplines, practices, principles, things that they use in their business and their day-to-day -day life that they can share that will help other people. And that's really the idea of whether you're doing video or social media or a podcast or writing a book. Um, those yep. are all things to share. Yep. I think we can learn so much from anybody who's out there just working with the public and in a, any type of sales business. I mean, we're all selling ourselves in one matter or another. It doesn't matter if it's a small independent shop or someone like me who's an LO with tons of competition, real estate agents, financial planners. We're all selling. We're all selling ourselves, and um, we can all learn from each other. I think it's just a fantastic opportunity to yeah. really be educated, which you know is what I love. So, absolutely. Um, so, Ginger, what inspired you to get into this? You know, so many of the, the things that I've done in my career have really been a result of solving a problem. And so before I got into the mortgage industry, I was a corporate trainer at Dale Carnegie Training. So training has been something I've done for a very long time. And I had a friend of mine who worked for a wholesale company at the time. 
and they needed help in developing training for their brokers to be able to learn their products. And then they also needed help with some of their proficiencies like marketing and streamlining processes. And so I'd never been in the mortgage industry before. And so I'm like, yeah, why not? I'll give it a try. And so I got started and honestly just fell in love with the industry because there's so many things to, to talk about and to help um, buyers and sellers to be able to learn the process. You know, the one of the greatest things that you can do is own a home. And it's something that is so important. And there's so many questions along the way. And so that's, I mean, that's how I got into the industry. I've stayed in the industry because there's constant change in the industry. And so yes, there is. <laughs> always opportunity, but you know, the, the video production I've used in my business in creating content and courses, um, you know, for the past 15 years. And, and it's funny because, you know, now as we're getting into AI and all the changes that are happening, um, you know, I used to have to honestly record, uh, a video, send it to a videographer. It would take them weeks to be able to produce right. it. And then, you know, we'd have to, you know, find, you know, putting it onto an LMS. There was, I mean, there's so many pieces to it. And so AI has changed a lot of that um, to streamline the process. And so, you know, as, as each new thing comes along, I think a lot a lot of people are afraid to try new things because of the unknown. For me, I've never been afraid to, to try something new. And I think that's probably, you know, it's like, if we were to talk about what's your superpower, it's like, for me, it's like, I don't have fear. I'm not afraid of trying things. I'm not afraid of making mistakes. I'm not afraid of a failure. And trust me, I've had a lot of things fail. <laughs> a I would lot definitely of say fail. that is a superpower for sure. But it's just a matter of Wayne Gretzky has a quote that I love. Um, and, you know, phenomenal hockey player. I know South Dakota, you have a, a passion for hockey. I live in Oregon. We have hockey yep. here, but not as much as some places. Um, but his quote is skate to where the puck is going. And when you think about that, yeah. that applies to business, Absolutely. right? So many times we focus on right where we're at right now. Yep. And it's, it's like the market now. It's like, okay, you know what? Rates are off. Inventory is low. But you have to look to the future. And so Absolutely. the future, you know, owning a home is, is one of the greatest things you can do. And over time, you know, it will increase in value. And mm -hmm. so, you know, you have to, to look ahead where, where is the puck going? Where is the market going? You know, right. what does the future look like and focus on that. That's yeah. why I'm doing, I'm, you know, creating an entire course on chat GPT yeah. because that's the future. That's where things are going and it's going to help us out so much. Yeah. What a way to simplify. I mean, just in the, com the conversations that we've had about the course that you're building, it's super exciting. Like. I, it just blows my mind how big and amazing that is and how much time it can save us um, in everything that we do, in content creation, in video creation, all of those things. It's just, it is so wild and it's just mind-blowing. I'm so glad there's people out there that I can learn from. 
Well, and there's a lot to learn with it and we don't sure. even know what else all it will do. Yeah. And it's, it's changing very quickly. And so, you know, if it, it's a matter of start with one thing. So, right. you know, take video, for example, if you've never done video, it's like, okay, start with one thing. Mm -hmm. If you have a phone, you can shoot a video. Absolutely. You don't need to have a lot of fancy equipment. You can use your phone. You can get a stand. Amazon has amazing stands. You know, if you want to get an external mic, you can get a little external mic. There's yep. some great ones that are like 20 bucks. Yeah. And then set a discipline for yourself that you're going to record one video a day. Yep. One video a day. And it can be under a minute. Um, when I first started shooting a lot of video, my motto was one video one take, one minute. Yee. And that was it. And so sure. a minute is not long. So you have to do a little prep. What am I going to talk about? Yep. And and don't ramble. I think mm -hmm. that's a lot of things too. It's like, especially, you know, if you have a complex business that you're in, mm -hmm. um, we tend to want to get every single step. Yep. But you want to answer simple questions. Like if you do your videos and, and of course, edu marketing, that's it. It's educational marketing. Yep. Don't do the dance videos. Don't do, I mean, it's like, you know what? Be an educator, share your information. Sure. Yep. So put it into one, you know, what's one point I want you to get. So, you know, it's like, for me, it's like, I, you know, if I want to do a, a video, I, one of my best videos I ever did, and it's, kind of a pet peeve of mine is when somebody shoots a video and their letters are backwards on the video. Oh yeah. Yep. And that's, that's like my OCD part of me. It's like, okay, there's a setting on your phone and it's a very simple thing. It's a setting on your phone and you hit that setting and it will, you know, it's so the reason that you have that is the setting you have on your phone or even on your computer, on your Zoom, it's sure. mirror, mirror my settings. And if you you don't want it to mirror your settings, <laughs> you, don't, right. you don't want that. So you turn that off. That's all you have to do. That was one very simple video I did. And it's funny, I was on a call not too long ago with uh, the president of a company and, and he's like, Ginger, that was my favorite video you ever did. I didn't even know this guy and I didn't know he'd even seen my video. Um, but that's the kind of impact you can have on video. So right. answer simple questions and keep it short and to the point and provide value. Right. And so those are things that are important if you're starting with video. One thing that I noticed that someone told me really early on when I started video and just kind of the education piece is don't talk in, like for me, it's loan officer speak. It's really easy for me to go talk to a realtor about something because they know all the lingo. Right. But when you're doing education videos, it's really important to make sure that you are addressing the problem mm -hmm. and then making sure that people understand all of the verbiage, the verbiage you're using. Yep. So when you're really excited that a new program came out, they have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Or, you know, a, a change was made in our underwriting or something like that. It's like... On a day-to-day -day basis, I understand that. So one thing someone told me is when you're doing a video or doing an education piece, make sure that you're like talking to your kid because yep. your, your child or your child's friend isn't going to understand all of the lingo. So make sure that you start there so that someone really understands what you're trying to tell them. 
yeah, or what and, problem you're trying to solve for them. And make it relatable to them. Yep. It's like we have a client who had um, a video that went viral on TikTok and, and she's had a few, but it was just a very simple video of, you know, here's three things that you need to do if you want to buy a house this year. The yep. first thing is don't quit your job. Right. Please don't quit your job. <laughs> and it's like, okay, but I mean, how many times does that happen? Right. And we've seen, oh, that. yeah. It's like, don't quit your job. The second thing is, if you're going to buy a house that's around $300,000, you're going to need to put 10% down, unless, you know, and I mean, FHA and things like sure. that, but let people yep. know. So that means you're going to need about this much money. So you need to start saving this much money every single month. Yep. And, and just something as simple as that, you know, can help people. It's like, oh, now I have a goal. Now I have something. Yeah, now I yeah. know what to work for. So it's the little things like that that are good. The other thing that I think we miss opportunities, and I think, especially in the world we live in, is showcasing our community. Absolutely. So many times we, you know, and it's in the mortgage industry, we do this a lot where we're talking about a program, we're talking about, you know, a change <laughs> or something like that. But what makes people move into a house, into a neighborhood, into a new city are the surroundings. And yep. so, you know, going out and even, you know, talking about, you know, the best dog parks, you know, it's like, sure. my gosh, where you are in South Dakota, one of the most yeah. beautiful places, right? Sure. Yeah. And absolutely. so getting out there and it doesn't have to be a lot. So mix it up a little bit. You know, um, those are kind of things too. And it makes it more fun for you where you're not, you know, having to come mm -hmm. up with it. But honestly, go into ChatGPT and say, you know, I live in and insert, like, what city do you live in? Me? I live yeah. in Rapid City. So you're right in Rapid City. Yeah. So, you know, so ChatGPT, you know, give me three video ideas um, that I can make a video to showcase, um, the advantages of living in rapid city or fun things to do or the best yeah. places to see, or, you know, it's like, we're, you know, coming into the holiday. So where are the holiday lights at? Where are the best holiday lights? Now that chat has Bing in it, because Bing was in and it was out and it's in and it's out. There's things you can do to be able to pull in some of those current things, which is really cool. And so, you know, leveraging that and kind of thinking about those other things, education as far as buying your first home. So what are the things you need to know in working with a real estate agent, you know, yeah. and, you know, those are great videos to be able to do as well. It's like, oh, that's what I need to know. What do you, what happens in the process? You know, right. it's like, I signed the contract. What's next? Right. What happens next? Yeah. And so, you know, we have, and interestingly enough, NAR just did a study on um, uh, uh, what happened over the last year, homebuyers, just homebuyers in general. Mm -hmm. And the age of our first time homebuyers is going up because of affordability. Yeah. Yep. And so that's happening because people don't know that there's programs out there they may qualify for. And so they're staying out of the market because what they hear on the news. So change that and right. say, change okay, that. there's programs, there's down payment assistance programs, there's FHA. If you're a veteran, my gosh, there's a hundred percent, you know, 
program that you could tap into. So think about those kind of things. Look at those trends and then make educational videos around those trends to help educate those who may not know. Anytime we see a trend, it's because you know, and especially when we're looking at first-time home buyers, they're staying out of the market. Why are they staying out of the market? Um, or those that are in the market, we're seeing a lot of multi-generational. And so that's because kids are moving home, parents are moving back in. I mean, all yep. those kind of things. Those are great videos to talk about that. Yep. Hey, you know, if you're if you're looking at buying a multi-generational home, whether you're gonna either have your kids in there, grandkids you know, parents, you know, here's the things that you should consider. So look at trends and then make, you know, the videos based around that. Yeah, absolutely. And ChatGPT, I was, it was really funny. I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about um, using it for video prompt Mm -hmm. and ChatGPT will actually tell you the, like, what to have in your screen starting a video and then move to, and it'll tell you the transitions. It is, it's crazy. I would encourage anybody who's even remotely interested and everyone should be interested in doing video for their, for their businesses or, you know, their, their lives just in general. Um, I would encourage you just to get on and experiment with it. It is such a powerful tool. And so many people are like, Oh, I'm scared. I'm scared. But there's, I mean, it's, it has such great ideas and what you can generate with it. And just, it takes so much of the guesswork out almost. Yeah. Like it's just a it, great place to start. And then you can always grow away from it. But for people who are really intimidated, it's a fantastic starting place. Well, just ideas. I mean, it's like having yeah. somebody like very creative with you. <laughs> right. Like, absolutely. I never thought of that. That's a really, it's like all of those things. To be able to help. It's such an amazing resource. So yeah, I'm excited about it. And, you know, the possibilities that it's going to bring to help us grow our business faster. And I think that's a lot of things. You know, if people are afraid of, oh my gosh, what is it going to do? Am I going to lose my job? No, you're not going to lose your job. Right. Your job may change. Right. It may look a little different. It may look a little different, but then leverage it. So yeah. But that's nothing new. I mean, our jobs look a little different every year. So I think if you're not changing, it's that's kind of scary. If it's the exact same, that's even more scary than introducing exactly. something new that can make it even bigger and better. Yep, um, absolutely. So tell me, what do you think in the next year or so, besides besides using ChatGPT, what do you think the biggest area people can grow like with what you do? Where would you suggest people really kind of zone into? So I think the first thing is everyone needs to have a YouTube channel and everyone needs to have a Google business page because we're already seeing changes with Google. You know, it used to have, they had the leader of the pack. And so if you're searching, it would show the top three. Mm -hmm. A lot of that was based on reviews and things like that. That's completely out the window. So now it's about content and video is one of those powerful things that it's looking for. So number one, you need to have a YouTube channel because YouTube is the number two search engine right behind Google. And you need to have a Google business page. You need to make sure your Google business page has your reviews on it. You need to make sure that you're posting. You can post post blog articles on there. Um, we put our clients' videos on there. I mean, all of on that. On your Google page? On your Google page. Interesting. Okay. Yep. 
So those are the things that are important. The other thing is, you know, we talk about video, but I think it's also important to include writing, um, whether it's publishing a book, whether it's writing blog articles, you know, don't just look at, you know, so many people's like, I need to do social media. Social right. media is a very small part of it, but you really need to think bigger in terms of being found. And if you want to be found, then you need to be where people are searching and they're sure. not searching on social. You know, you have your group on social TikTok, you know, they can find certain things based on trends, sure. but really people are going and searching for information. So you need to have a YouTube channel. You need to make sure you have a Google business page. And then I encourage everyone to think about what's your expertise and consider publishing it. Amazon gives us the opportunity to publish Yep. And so, you know, again, it's leverage, it's showing your expertise, and it gives you an opportunity to build around. So, you know, think of yourself as a brand. You as an individual, you are that brand. So what are the things you need to do to do that? Yep. I think that's one of the most important things that I've heard out of all of the education things that I've listened to lately is just building your personal brand mm -hmm. and showing who you are as an individual on top of who you are as a business person um, and just really differentiating yourself and all of those things that you mentioned are such a great way to really set yourself apart from the next person who does exactly what you do because let's be honest none of us have reinvented the wheel in a really long time we just all do it a little bit differently and there's and people will gravitate to that depending on who you are what you do um, and how you do it absolutely i love it so tell me what, how do you measure success? Like what's most important to you when you're looking at success as a big picture for you and your business and you personally, how do you measure that? Yeah, that's a big one because, <laughs> um, you know, for some people, success is monetary. For some people, you know, success is growth in terms of number of customers, number of closings, you know, things like that. So I think when you're looking at how you measure success, you need to really um, identify one of those areas and then focus on that. Yeah. For me, you know, my biggest thing in my business as far as measuring success, I mean, all of us want to make money. Don't get me wrong about that. But also, I measure success based on the number of referrals I'm getting. Because I know when someone is referring me, it's because I've done a good job. Right. Yeah, and absolutely. So taking care of that, that one client, when you take care of one client at a time, and you make sure that they're successful, then you will be successful as well. And yes, you need to have fair market value and all those kind of things and the products and services you offer, and that's important. But you can charge more when you're doing a better job. So if you take care of one client at a time and make sure that they're successful, then, then you will also be successful. And then just rinse and repeat. Right. So, and don't be afraid to ask your, you know, if you have someone who you have, you know, helped them to accomplish their goals, then don't be afraid to say, hey, if you know anyone else, you know, it's like, hey, if you know anyone else who wants yeah. to do video or wants to do podcasts or wants to publish a book, right my way, because I'm going to take care of them the same way I took care of you. 
And so, you know, when you think of your clients as just that, a client, a person, not just a transaction, then that will make you successful. Absolutely. That impact. Yep. How can I impact them? I think that's, that's kind of how I, what impact am I having? I always look at, that's kind of what I look at. So I think that's fantastic. Um, Are there any specific habits that you have that you think if you had to give someone a suggestion on this is a great habit to have, um, what would you say that your best habit is for your personal development or your business development? Yeah, so uh, probably I think the best habit I have is discipline. And, And the discipline comes from I have a big project list and then I have a to the daily to-do list. And so, you know, it's like, I I have been blessed to co-author two books with Brian Tracy and he wrote the book, um, how to eat a frog and in (laughs) it, and it's eat a frog for breakfast. And, and he says, like, get the, the worst thing, the hardest thing thing out, out of the way. And, and it's funny. And he says, and if you have, you know, two frogs to eat, (laughs) eat the ugliest one first. And so, you know, that's it. It's like, I am very disciplined in my work and I have time blocks in my schedule. I have writing days in my schedule. And yes, that can change a little bit. Sometimes, you know, a website goes down or something happens, you know, we got a name wrong on a podcast and you got to shift a little bit, take care of that. But then making sure that you do have, your list, working on those activities that you need to work on and committing to doing it. Like doing video It's like, okay, you don't want to do video. I know. You know what, guys? I don't love doing video either, but I know I need to do it. And so, you know, it's like leverage the tools like ChatGPT to help you and then just do it. But discipline, I think is the number one. That's awesome. I think one thing that really helped me when I was, so we, we have a greatness tracker and we take, we, we have, we write down every call we make, every face-to-face meeting we have, every, basically everything we do throughout the day to really hold us accountable and kind of force that discipline. Um, And when, when we were first kind of adjusting to it, I actually had someone, a gal that I emailed every single day and she was having a problem with the same thing. And that kind of forced accountability built that discipline into our day yeah. because we knew we had this stuff to get, to get done. And so if it's, if discipline something that's hard, um, have an accountability partner, reach out to a friend yeah. or a coworker or someone in a similar job role um, that, you know, has stuff that they frogs that they don't want to eat um, <laughs> and help them, help that's them nice. improve, help them achieve it. And you'll also achieve it. I think that's really, really great. Yeah. Um, really good advice. Absolutely. I did, I read um, a book by Gary Keller, The One Thing. He's um, Keller Williams. He's one of the founders of Keller Williams. And he was talking about those to-do lists. And I always kind of prided myself on, I'm a list maker, like, because then I feel like I have something, I can accomplish something, right? Yeah. And he said, don't be a slave to your to-do list because unless you're writing it the right way, you may not get anything done. Mm-hmm. So if you're writing it down by what you think of during the day, um, you kind of go down the list and your most important thing might have come to you at the end of the day that you really needed to get done. So you have to look at your list and then kind of rewrite it based on what's the most important thing. 
Mm -hmm. the one thing that you need to get done and then go down and kind of rearrange your list. And that was just kind of a light bulb moment for me when I read that. I was like, wow, I didn't really think of it that way before. But yeah, yeah, and it may not be the easiest thing. Absolutely. Yeah, it's usually the hardest thing. That's the most important thing to get done. (laughs) Well, and so many times, like if you have a project, that's why I say I have two lists. I have a big project list and then I have my Mm -hmm. daily list because- some, if you write down, it's like, I'm going to start a podcast. Okay. Well, you're not going to do that in one day. Absolutely. So that's your big projects. But what's the one thing that you need to do today in order to move the needle? And right. so those right. are things to do and then get that done and stick with it. Um, you know, it's funny. My son years ago when he was in middle school, he started a YouTube channel and he was, um, every day teaching how to play different games. He had a different game for each day of the week. And um, so it's like 10 o'clock at night and he's up on the computer and I'm like, you know, hey, you got school tomorrow? And he goes, no, he goes, I need to make this video. And I made a commitment. I was going to do the, you know, this one every day. And so I need to do this one. And that's commitment. Right. I, and- I wonder where he learned that from. <laughs> Well, it was also based on the challenge because back in the time, this was many, many years ago, and I I did not believe you could make money off of YouTube. And uh-huh. so he did it to prove me wrong. Right. And um, did he? Yes, he did. <laughs> um, it wasn't a ton of money at the time, but I think he was sure. like 13 years old. But I can tell you today, he works for an international uh gaming uh company that puts together events and social media and he oversees social media and he's going to uh Stockholm Sweden in a couple of weeks to wow. cover an event there. He's been to Paris, he's been to Japan, he's been to so it does pay off. And again, it's back to that commitment. It's like he had made the commitment and he was gonna do it. And it was 10 o'clock at night, but he did it. Yeah. That's a, that's a really, really great story. Even as a 13 year old, that drive and dedication, look at where he's at now. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So Ginger, we talked about your superpower, which is usually something I ask kind of at the end. Um, what, what's the one thing that you would tell someone if they were scared about getting started or scared to try something new? What's the one thing that you would tell someone to start with? Do it anyway. Just say yes. Yeah. Just say yes. Because the only way you're ever going to get over that fear is to do it. The only, um, the only way you're going to ever overcome the unknown is just to do it. And so just, just do it anyway. Yep. Do it anyway. That's awesome. As far as I know, no one has died from doing a video. That's true. I don't think I have not. As far as I know. (laughs) And it is the first one's terrifying, but do it anyway. And it's probably going to be scary. And and maybe even the third and the fourth, you know, it's like, that's okay. Do it anyway. anyway. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's great advice. Ginger, thank you so much for joining us on the greatness podcast. I really appreciate it. If you're interested in learning more about Ginger and her business, visit her website at www.edumarketing.com. I think I got that right. Yep. She is absolutely fantastic and a wealth of knowledge and I would absolutely follow her podcast find her on Facebook she's fantastic um, 
Thank you for joining us today. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Greatness Formula Podcast. A big thank you to all our guests and, of course, to you, our listeners, for tuning in. Remember, you can always find more episodes and resources at www.greatnessformulapodcast.com. If you found value in today's show, please consider subscribing, rating, and sharing with someone who could benefit from these insights. Your support helps us bring you more content aimed at making you unstoppable on your path to greatness. Keep striving, keep thriving, and remember, the formula for greatness starts with you.